Hi all, my name is Morgan Willis and this is The Wandering Student, a podcast where you and I hear stories from Hobart and William Smith students who are currently studying abroad and those who have returned from studying abroad. Join me in learning about these students' experiences through the stories they share with us. Today we're hearing a story from Delilah Jessen. Thank you for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself? Thanks for having me, Morgan. So my name is Delilah. I'm a almost graduating senior. Very exciting. <laughs> so exciting. Um, three weeks left. Three weeks. It went by so fast, but I think I these three weeks are going to drag themselves out. But I am a psychology major and a political science minor, um, and I am 23, 22. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm 22. <laughs> And I went to Lisbon in the fall of 2021, so last semester, um, and I think I left my heart out there. So That's I'm really awesome. excited Please to- Please tell us the story you brought with us. Talk to Morgan about it, of course. Um, so I think while I had 10,000 adventures throughout the whole time, I'm going to talk about my very first day and night in Lisbon. So I went with my roommate, Taylor Wilkie, who is absolutely the most wonderful person, but very interesting to travel with. Um, We took the same flight to Lisbon from Newark, and as soon as we stepped off the plane, our wonderful, wonderful API coordinator, Carlos, like just ran on up to us, kind of skipped over, and was like, hola, I am your coordinator, how are you doing? And we were stunned, (laughs) jet-lagged, beaten down by TSA, like couldn't, deal with it. It was a four hour delay on our flight and it was no. the craziest time getting there. So we were ready oh just over it. And this man is just a ball of energy. I was like, like, oh my goodness. Gets us into the car, um, gets our luggage and is just pointing out things as we're going down this cobblestone bumpy street. Um, and it's like a 20 minute ride to our dorm. And he was telling us all these different things and we couldn't process anything to say. You're like, I want all this information, like, but I, I can't hear would you. would write it down, but I can't process anything. What's ha- what is going on? <laughs> um, so we were on our way over, and we get out, and we go to our dorm, and it's like the most beautiful place I've ever stayed. Like, oh, that's amazing. Literally like a five-star dorm. We were very lucky with our housing abroad. Um, and he's showing us like the pool, the gym. Pool and gym? Oh, yeah. Like, Damn. Terrace. Oh, my God. It was absolutely like a dream. And then we all had single rooms with like a kitchen and bathroom. So Carlos takes like me your own apartment. Room. Yeah, literally our <laughs> own room, Morgan. Like we got treated very well That's abroad. Insane. I remember when I went abroad. Some people didn't have stoves. No, <laughs> and we had four stoves, and they like are like very like touch sensor. I don't even know Just all the fancy newest appliances. The best of the best. So you could tell I didn't really want to come back. <laughs> like, definitely want to stay out there, but um. He showed us like each of our rooms and he was like, take like 15 minutes and put your stuff down and we'll take a walking tour of Lisbon. You are going to be right immediately. into it. Immediately. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I'm running I on 2%. Percent. Sleep. What? And I'm As like, you're running on 2%. Yeah, 2% is generous. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we left, met him in the lobby and he's like, okay, we're going to take a walk around the neighborhood. And... This is the first time we we're seeing Lisbon, and people are smiling at us up and down the street, and we look like rats. Like yeah. Death walking. Actual death walking. And it was so 
exhausting, but in like the best way because we were excited to be there. So we took a walk around where the grocery store was, where the hospital was, because Lord knows we definitely need to know where that was. <laughs> um, and we just got to know, like, you can't just cross the street whenever. People drive very fast, things like that. Mm. Um, and Carlos took us to a sandwich shop, and it was chaotic. And he was like, okay, I'm going to leave you here. And trust me, when I tell you, everyone speaks English in Lisbon. Everyone does. Except in this one sandwich shop. Okay, on like the one day, environment. <laughs> the one environment drops us off and was like, I will wait outside. So he waits outside. Taylor and I are like, Close to tears trying to order this like caprice. This was a long day. It was the most exhausting day. We were tried by TSA, like in the airport. It was horrible. Oh, no. Um so we finally get the sandwich. It wasn't Did you feel really to accomplished once finally, you did it? Yes. We were like, sure, that's close enough to the sandwich we tried to order. Um, but we got out of there so alive. So With I think food. that was definitely accomplished <laughs> accomplishing. Like got food somehow walk back to our dorm and Carlos is kind of quizzing us on like where which turn do we take now and both of us are like leave us in the dorm this is not a joke <laughs> like <laughs> exhausted but he was just the most upbeat kind person like so happy could tell we were tired but definitely made the effort to like bond with us in our first 20 minutes and keep in mind we have the whole semester to talk to him we got back to our dorm um into our own rooms and kind of packed all of our stuff up and out, packed all of our stuff out. Um, and he told us to meet um, him in the lobby at like seven and we would meet everyone else in our program because they kind of came the night before um, and we would all go to a dinner together. So we were really excited, um, took some time to unpack and then went downstairs and like Taylor and I looked really nice. We were like, okay, we have to like kind of dress up because he told us to. No. Everybody else came downstairs <laughs> looking very casual. But we got to meet everyone else in our program. So it was me, Taylor, and seven other people, and Gretchen, who um, also goes to school with us. So we got to meet Gretchen, and we were like, we've had classes together and stuff. And um, we met everybody else that came from like Santa Clara University and this college in Canada. Um, and it was very diverse, it was fun. But awkward, mm -hmm. intensely awkward. I yeah, mean, it's only like, the first meeting is also it's just always gonna be that way. It was just like uncomfortable, but we all kind of wanted to be friends because there are only like nine of us, and one person was missing that night because he his flight was the next day. Um, but we're walking to dinner and we're all trying to like spill our life stories to each other, um, and we get to dinner and it's just silent. Like we're all looking at the <laughs> menu and we're like, <laughs> what do we order? Um, who is this man that's sitting with the us? The awkward first restaurant visit in a new country is so real. Uh, it's very exposing. It is very so real. exposing. Because every country does their menus different. The menus are different. So you're like, like, how do I translate this? I was like, who speaks English? Because, like, I don't know what's going on. You don't know the wait. You don't know the restaurant, like, decorum or, like, how you're yeah. supposed to think. Do things in a restaurant. Exactly. It's so very revealing. Carlos was our um, saving grace, definitely. <laughs> he was like, oh, you have to get this and that. You have to sit here and the waiters will come over. And he just starts just rattling off Portuguese to them, like get us water and um, silverware and stuff. And we were like sitting there, all of us, like eyes, lights on, no one's home. Exactly. Um, it was very... <laughs> just awkward like we mm -hmm. wouldn't nobody was kind of talking to each other because on the way over we talked as much as we could but like what yeah, else like, is there to say now talk about? yeah we're just about to experience this country together and I think that's what's just gonna happen mm -hmm. so we're looking at the menu Carlos has ordered some random interesting appetizers for us for our table and then he's like 
okay, so for dinner, you all have to get the cod. You have to get the cod. Uh, cod is amazing. Cod is the greatest thing to ever exist, and it is the national ditch of Portugal, which, side story, is very funny. Um, cod is actually preserved. It's like completely salted and dried and preserved and comes fish, from right? Norway. Yeah. It's this like salted, dried fish. I was going to say, I don't Norway. think they fish cod in Portugal. No, because they don't have it, right? So Why they, is that? I don't know. But listen <laughs> to this. It's that. their national dish. But it's not locally and it's from literally Portugal. The only seafood that's not fresh from Portugal. They ship it from Norway. That's All the way so down Portugal, completely salted. So anytime you get caught in a restaurant, they don't have the time to soak it and like take all the salt out of it. So it is the saltiest fish you'll ever eat. My mouth is watering as I talk about <laughs> I it. I can tell by I... your face that you're like, oh my god, I need to find cod. I, I'm literally about to like launch myself out of the window and like start fishing in the lake for possible <laughs> cod. Like, love cod. That's so interesting that it's not local, though. It's really weird. Is there um, any other, like, very uh, Portuguese dishes that are, like, not local like yeah, that? Yeah, there's honestly just cod is, like, their big, big thing, like, mm-hmm. that they... But funny enough, like, the flip side of it is Portugal is so well-known for the seafood. Like, the, some of the best seafood I've ever, ever, ever had was in Portugal. I dra- dragged stuff? Taylor to, um, to get oysters, actually. So they have, oh my god, they have the best oysters. I've had scallops, um, literally any fish you can think of, like shrimp. Like All this stuff is so fresh because basically Portugal is literally in the water. So mm-hmm. our dorm is also 20-minute walk like to the water. And then the beach is about 30 minutes by train, but it's like right outside city limits. So we could, on a random Wednesday, we would just be like, who wants to go surfing? Like, who wants to go I out? And we just go sit on the beach, and it was amazing. So there's a ton of seafood that you can just get there. Um, and the food isn't, like, super seasoned with all these different spices. It's kind of plain, cooked, and it's grilled, and it's what you see is what you get, which I really liked. Um, but pretty much everything else is from there. Just their, like, bacalhau is what it's called in Portuguese. Um, but cod is, like, fully not from <laughs> Portugal. I kind of love that. Um, it's like, them as a... Like, the country of Portugal is just so upset that this, this becomes... This, <coughs> this like, shipment yeah. of cod that they get all the time. You can smell it on the streets, and it, trust me... I'd be curious I'm, if it's their most imported good. <laughs> <laughs> like, top imported good, literally. Um, but they are obsessed with it, and it reeks. Like, I can't even lie. It, the fish... It smells like fish. Like, it just does not smell great. Um, would I have it in my home immediately? Yes, 100%. Yeah, because it's delicious. Definitely have to air it out, though. <laughs> um, but anyways, we were sitting at dinner. We get the appetizers, and Carlos is like, cod, 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 cod. You must try the cod. And we're all like, ooh, like, not... After flying? Yeah, after flying, we're fish. exhausted, and we're like, uh, I don't think I've ever... I was like, I don't think I've had cod before, and if I have, it's very, like, plain fish. Like, I don't think I remember it. And Alex goes... Yeah, I don't like fish, so I'm not getting that. And Carlos is like, but you have to try it. And Alex is like, but I'm going to get the steak that's on the menu. So and it was like this really awkward like tug of war between Alex, who was probably the funniest, most outgoing person on our trip, and Carlos, my quirky coordinator man. And <laughs> so there's like this awkward thing, but eventually our cod comes and we all try it. Nobody liked it except for me <laughs> very much. But it was this like kind of kind pushiness from Carlos that was like, you must order it, that we listened to him. 
But he had the best intentions. Yeah. Yeah, best intentions. But he was so excited by his own culture that he was so ready to push it on us and share it with us. That we were all like, okay, like he's really excited and about it. I just say, and y'all seemed so respectful about it, and we're like, well, why not? I'm here. I'm. I let's have to do try. It. Like this is the comfort zone that everyone talks about abroad. Like you got to push yourself outside this comfort zone. So we all try it. Not everybody liked it, and Alex was satisfied with his steak beyond belief. So, but Carlos was like, "What do you guys think? Like, what? What do you do? You like it?" And we were like. It's fine. It's, like, pretty good. And I was like, I'm having a great time, Carlos. You have reunited me with what I didn't know I needed. <laughs> Thank you so much. I So we went out to another lunch. The, like, a week later, I got caught. Like, immediate. Like, oh, so good. Stop. I can't talk How about it. How do they serve it? Like, it's... um. So they serve that one, a brush, which is, like, with, like... It's kind of mashed up, like, pulled apart. And then they have, like, rice underneath it and, like, potatoes. And the Portuguese are really into, like, stacked foods. Like, putting like it all together. I love that. Um, the next thing they had that was, like, their national dish was in Porto. And it was called Francesinha. Francesinha. Um, oh, God. It's, like, a heart attack. It's, like, a cheese-wrapped heart attack. Like, oh, my So goodness. it's literally, like, melted cheese on the bottom. Let's build from the bottom. Melted cheese, bread, ham, chorizo, steak... Um, probably one other meat that I'm forgetting. More cheese melted on, sorry, bread. More cheese melted on top. So then it's like this little wrap triangle of cheese, a uh, rectangle of cheese, and then beer sauce, oh like my right underneath that. And That's oh, kind of insane. Oh my god, it was like a, I want to say four thousand calorie meal. <laughs> like, I'm not sitting here trying to figure out how you would eat that. Like you can't like. We were cutting it up and eating it, and then they have fries on the side of it too. Portuguese oh, love yeah. potatoes, um, but we were cutting into it, being like, "Oh God, we're going, we're going to <laughs> see the to light of box. God today." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was like the heaviest. And then we were like, "We're gonna go out afterwards. We're gonna try to see a club, maybe like dance a little bit." We left you just like out cold. It was the same exact feeling of our first night of like, oh my god, I need to go to bed. So full, but food comas are food real. Food comas are so real abroad. I'm sure you've experienced them too. Oh like, yeah. Oh, in Rome, I mean, we had the best food, truly. But the food just makes you feel full and warm and supported. <laughs> so I definitely think that their food culture is kind of the way the country and the people operate on like mm. kindness like please take more take more take more like eat more be well like enjoy your meal and the people you're sitting with and that's how our first dinner went well it was awkward and we were all like who am I sitting next to um having Carlos there and having like his kind fuzzy non-stop chatter was very supporting and very welcoming um and it was the start of having a non-stop welcoming feeling wherever I went in Portugal um, throughout my whole time there. Like our first night was just showing us like what the rest of the semester would be like. Um, we left there feeling very full, very confused by like what he was telling the waiters because he was pointing at us and laughing. Oh. But then we were like, wait a minute, <laughs> I think he's laughing at us. Oh, no. um, but it was in like the best intentioned way. Like we can just laugh with him. And that's mm-hmm. how every Portuguese person is just so kind and very like giving um and that's how like the food culture is very reflective of the people that are there that's so so cool we all left together and alex was like hey like i think i'm gonna go out with some of the buddies i have from back home who are weirdly also in lisbon right now we were like 
okay, I guess we could go. And we all end up going out, um, hanging out together um, in downtown Lisbon, too. And it was just, like, an all-around great first night. That sounds amazing. I feel like the dinner totally created that environment for you to continue down these different paths. Yeah, exactly. Like, we set the tone of, like... Warm people, fuzzy people, um, absolute gems, like meeting the most impactful people of my life, I think, my first night, and then having like the best food ever and just eating that throughout my semester. Um, I was very lucky to have like this great experience my first night, and that's why I chose to talk about it. I think it just continued from there. I mean, we had like the franchisina and then left and all bonded over like, wow, that food was really heavy. But we all felt that way, and we're all going to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. And Carlos, <laughs> after we had the franchisina, he calls the waiter over, and none of us finished it because it was this huge, like, 4,000-calorie meal, and we were trying our best. We were. But it was really hard. And so Carlos calls over the waiter who's been serving us all night, and she never came over because they don't get tips, so they just let you have your meal uninterrupted, which... Mm-hmm. I kind of liked more. Yeah. Um, well, the waiters don't really benefit from it. You know, we get the special time with all of our friends that is very limited. <clears throat> um, but he calls the waiter over and he's like, he's like, look at this. And kind of point, it's all in Portuguese, points to our plates and is explaining to the waiter, oh, look, they didn't finish theirs, but look, I finished mine. Clean plate. <laughs> look at me, gold star for me. And then he just points to each of us and individually and he goes, frequinha, 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 frequinha. And we were like, what? And he goes, that is means weak. You are all weak. <laughs> we were like weak for not finishing the heartache plate. Yes, the literal heart attack. He was like, Kenya, all of them. Like they're all for Kenya. And we were like, Carlos, <laughs> we tried our best. <laughs> we were trying. We're doing we all were we can. Trying. And this man finishes his Francesinha. The Portuguese people love food and they're just so passionate about like everything they make and do not waste anything either, which very admirable. But he finishes his plate. And then orders dessert. Oh, my and goodness. And we were like... You're like, you eating more? hear the word dessert. It was the funniest thing. But just calling us frikinets throughout our whole trip, he's just made such an indent on all... Like a... Like a, mm-hmm. a bond. A bond with us. That he... We would, like, go somewhere. And I was like, Alex, I really don't want to do that. And he was like, frikinya, do it. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. And I would have he this amazing like such experience. an awesome teaser. He was, and he's great at, like, Carlos pushing people out of their boundaries in a good way in a good way in a very like i'm gonna bond with all of you and i'm yeah i'm your coordinator but like we can make fun of each other so Mm -hmm. we call him like los by the end we're like los (laughs) how are we um and we really needed him throughout our trip so meeting portuguese people our first night was like Mm -hmm. magical i was going to ask i was going to ask if like you thought your time in uh, lisbon would have been really different had he not been there Absolutely. He seems like a uh, a fundamentally very important person for like the type yeah. of experience you he, had. He really was, especially because Carlos is so kind. He's just very funny, outgoing, like kind of out there will just say things to us or he'll just laugh so obnoxiously loud at us. But um, like this one time we were waiting for the train to go to Porto and Taylor was like, so is there a different time zone down there or are we in the same time zone <laughs> it's just literally in lisbon mind you like porto's like three hours away and she's like this is it different oh sorry so north oh, porto's so- north <laughs> so it's by three hours and so it's literally the same time zone but taylor's like so is it like a different time zone 
And everyone just looks over at her. There's just silence for you know those questions where there's a silence for a minute. <laughs> like, like, uh, what are we, did you just ask that? Like did that you really just ask? Did you that? really just ask me that? And so she goes, oh, "Those are different times of minute silence." And you just hear Carlos go, ah! <laughs> his, his laugh just crescendos, <laughs> and like they loud. It's like, ah! like, are you kidding me? I'm, Riley and I looked at each other as this is going on. Literally tears in our eyes, like, oh my, oh my god, god, Carlos just absolutely roasted Taylor with his crescendo laugh as she asked That's about the difference. <laughs> he was like, no, 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 like wagging his finger at us, like, there is no time difference. What are you saying, what silly are girl? You crazy? So we, we were laughing about it, and he was just such a big part of our experience. We would have these amazing excursions that we paid for before we went through our like tuition bill. We went to Mafra, Sintra, Porto, Algarves. Um, we went to a soccer game. All of these things were prepaid, but Carlos is the one who has to organize it and like find where we're living, what we're gonna eat, and like what we're gonna do. And he, because he organized it so well, we were able to have like this great out of the water experience. Like that's amazing. Amazing. So he's very special. Us. I could literally make a slideshow about Carlos. I think he's like the most wonderful. I love that soul. Like just unforgettable people for sure it seems like he um allowed for there to be an environment of uh it seems vulnerability with all of you guys and created spaces for you guys to just move away from like the weird awkwardness of like yeah being this age and like having to befriend people and being in new environments Mm -hmm. and his humor and all of that created so you guys could just like oh God, be and have he's fun. very um like face the music and i think we all learn to like embrace awkward silences or like embrace just being in the moment because mm-hmm. he's very take it each moment like we'll see what happens and i think we weren't used to that and then our first night we were like okay like this is happening he's just making fun of us and just met us and i feel like it immediately bonded all of us yeah it totally there's like a vulnerability for sure like of like it's okay to mess up it's okay to like say no to things say yes to things like Mm -hmm. be just kind of out there there's Mm -hmm. definitely vulnerability that has to happen when you're abroad too I think like because again like our group is very small so there's moments of like like three of us aren't gonna go out like nobody can go out because it's like six people can't go out on their own really like we all want everyone to be there mm-hmm. so saying no sometimes drawing those boundaries can be really hard and vulnerable but definitely taught all of us individually I think mm-hmm. like you know you can't say no and you can mess up um we did a kayaking tour in um the Algarves why am I blanking on the name of the Algarves area we were in Lagos oh my gosh Lagos um we did a kayaking tour that Carlos organized and then we kayaked out through these like rocks and caves and like you look up and you just see the water dripping down onto you and you look down and the water's clear blue the bluest water I've ever seen we kayaked back to the boat and the guy was like well we have a few minutes if you guys want to jump off the boat and swim and it's like the sunniest day and everyone's like Delilah you go first you go first I was like okay guys I'm gonna dive off the boat I belly flopped <laughs> everybody just watched me I was like trying to go down but I didn't arch myself enough, and it was just like, oh god, oh god, <laughs> and I come up, and you just hear like, yo, did you just see that, Delilah? What was that? And I was like, 
So I did belly flop, and I was like so embarrassed for 0. 0.05 seconds, mm-hmm. and then we all like everybody you're else like, just don't got take in. Yourself seriously anymore, and, and I was like, like, who cares? Like I'm just like cares? the goof of it. Like who cares? Like yeah. And everybody had their moment of mm-hmm. that. And again, it's like the baseline that Portuguese people laid out for you. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you continued that for each other. Yes. And you you adjusted it on. My question, which you're kind of answering, is like, what were things that? What was something that really like you felt like? You changed you and there's aspects that you're like bringing back here mm-hmm. and it seems to be that idea of like creating a space that like people can fail and people can make mistakes and people oh, can be yeah. goofy and like just always making it like a loving you can make it this loving positive environment even when you don't know people super well because in a way it makes you and them bond and like figure it out as you go and like what the relationship is going to be but facing that sometimes it will be like uncomfortable a little bit um definitely had that I tutor now you know here at school and some of the kids are like oh I'm not gonna do that and I was like well I am dance battle and I start it and I'm like let's let's who cares like who cares what other people are gonna think of you and if I didn't have that mindset early on with the nine people I spent all every single day with um I think I would have had a harder time there Mm -hmm. and so I'm very lucky to have met who I did there Mm -hmm. I think we all brought like different personalities to the table too and you just have to really be yourself in some of these situations and like and if you feel like you talk too much if you're too much like in these small groups you're not like that's what makes everyone else more comfortable even when you feel like you're a little awkward like a little too loud like my group of friends made me never like made sure I never felt that way they were awesome like they would make fun of us and then like Alex was the outgoing one he was like oh like come on guys like let's rip downtown like we were like Alex this vocabulary needs to stop first <laughs> let's, let's figure that out first just do a call in never use that word again so we're never gonna do that again and you know Misha was very like serious very like oh like I'm refined and I'm a frat boy but I'm refined um and then we had like Riley was just this ray of sunshine like the kindest girl I've ever met so so sweet so funny laughs at everything and just made our group like a little bit brighter and Taylor and I were like chaotic mess immediate (laughs) like oh my god like what are they doing like where are they going very scary stuff and Lucas and Gretchen were kind of like on the quieter side but actually like made sure we all like ended up in the same place Mm -hmm. um it seems amazing like you guys all played for with the into each other's strengths and stuff and we're really able to create such powerful bonds that are not going with you forever. Yes, That's literally it so was amazing. Great. I'm so dope. You keep talking about it, I'm like, oh my God. Oh. I got unbelievably lucky. Like, we're so, I'm so grateful. Like, the other two girls on our trip, like, came a little later, Claire and Emily, and they were so funny and so nice. And they went to school with Misha and Riley, and all four of them would talk about school all the time, then bring it back to, like, our, you know, abroad experiences. And we were just, it was such a good time. We had this wine tour all together, and it was really fun. Um, I think that also, like, to add to the food and culture of it all, like, definitely remind me of Portuguese people. So port wine is super, super sweet. Mm -hmm. Like, very sweet dessert wine that you take a sip of after dinner. Um, And it's made in the Porto region, like, in in the Douro Valley. So um, when you go to Porto, like, everybody does a wine tasting. And it was the sweetest wine. So good. I can still taste it a little bit. Oh, my God, it was so good. Um, But... Again, like, it was that fuzzy, warm, hot feeling you got when you, like, drink alcohol a little bit. Like, it was just warm in us, and, like, it was just sweet, and, like, feeling of, like, um, 
like kind of nostalgia mm -hmm. and that's what port wine does for you and that's how the Liz it seems like that's what portugal is just in general and like Absolutely. portuguese people like yes. have that they have this effect that. on you like nostalgia and like almost missing what mm -hmm. you didn't know you were missing it's yeah. called um, oh there's they have a name for it in yes. portuguese it's called sodad mm -hmm. and it's like the feeling of nostalgia and like our professor i took portuguese history and culture um first day was like you're going to feel so bad. Like you will feel this like feeling of missing what you didn't know. Oh, like it's nostalgia for something that you've never experienced before, right? right. Yeah, that yeah. word is like such an important word oh for me. God. It and just sums up everything we felt our first night to the last night. And mm -hmm. Our last night too, we had dinner with Carlos, and we got him like this pastel donada, which mm -hmm. is like a little custard tart that you get in Portugal. Um, we had some of that with him on our last night and gave it to him. We were like, thank you so much for like setting this amazing tone for us. And believe it or not, my last night, I had cod. Yes, I did. <laughs> you Carlos was like, I know. Oh, yeah. Carlos was like, you have not changed at all. And I was like, oh, little do you know, I my whole life outlook has changed. But, but I'm not going to never not love cod. Oh, my God. Morgan, I still look for cod here, and I'm like, oh, God, my roommates will not be happy See, with me. it's so interesting because when I was abroad, I had my food that was, like, my food, and, like, I make it all the time what here. What it? Um, it's uh, lasagna al romana. Oh, So it's ooh. authentic Roman lasagna, and I'm really good at making it, and I literally love it. And then also tiramisu. But I'm really judgy about my tiramisu, so and, like, I'll have it around here because, like, that was my thing. Like, I would go – every restaurant I'd go to when I was in Italy, like, I'd always get tiramisu, and yeah. I'd always be like, oh, God, it's just <laughs> not up to par. And, like, certain places would be great, and certain people, places wouldn't, and I feel like I could, like, judge yeah. them. Like, <laughs> It's like critic. your own food tour kind of of, like, food critic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can just figure out what you do and don't like in your food. I remember there's, like, so many foods, like um, – um, Pachelle Donata, you can just put citrus on it. Or, like, we had cannolis even in Rome, and they, they had the, um, well, we had it in Florence, but they the cannolis we had were, like, citrusy, and I can't remember what the name of it was. It's, like, a type of citrusy cannoli, and we were like, no, we want, like, the ones without any orange in it. Like, it was orange zest, and it's really, really cool that... Sounds yummy also. All these, yeah, it, it was good. I think I like the regular yeah. cannolis. Oh, now I want a cannoli. <laughs> Ah, Bagels and cakes is great cannolis. Good to maybe I'm stopping there after work. <laughs> Their cannolis are really good. Oh my um, gosh! But no, their like food is so important and like Absolutely. bringing it back and and like cooking it. Definitely took it away. I mean, back. we we did bring it back. We did our global cafe and night before we were like we ordered some from a small business that sells Portuguese things. And it didn't come. So my roommate and I, the night before, like, bonding over our stories and, like, I'm making it sound greater than it was. We were panicking. Ovens on 500 degrees. Bit of an ordeal. Oh, panic. Because none okay. of us knew how hot you had to make it to make pasta. Pastel donata, yeah. Like, it was, like, 500 degrees. We didn't know if the door was still oh, we were, still I was like, hot. you're just going to hear a bang, and it's going to be, like, the end of Unit 9, because just we do not know, yeah, how high these ovens go. Um... But we got to make it here and bring it back a little bit, and the whole house smells of like cinnamon. Can like, do that with cod now. Sugar. I don't. Oh my god, Morgan. Don't give me any ideas. Just don't tell any of your roommates and start making cod and be like, it's nostalgia, and this is immersive yeah. experience from my study abroad, and I'm reflecting. And they're all I think like, they're but gonna what like is be, this yeah. smell? They're going to be nostalgic for when they kick me out, uh, and they'll be reflective on why they ever chose me as a roommate. <laughs> 
But in the end, who will be happy? Me, because mm-hmm. I will have caught. You will eat, be eating your yummy food. Amazing. Oh, my God. But I could talk about food for hours from yeah. abroad. It was just amazing. Yeah. Very well, lucky. Thank you so much for coming on this thing and talking to me. This story has been amazing. Thanks for having me, Morgan. I'm so glad we got to chat. That wraps up this episode of The Wandering Student. If you're looking for more information in regards to study abroad at Hobart and William Smith Colleges, look no further than at hws.edu slash hwsabroad. You can also connect with us on Instagram at hwsabroad or reach out through email at hwsabroadpa at hws.edu. 